Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Eastern Avenue, eastbound at Olive Street Northeast, still seeing some signs of delays for a reported crash. Into Maryland, uh, I-95 southbound between the ICC and the Beltway. You can expect some delays for a mobile work zone, some road treatment going on in that area. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Brian Albin, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Well, the Arctic air has arrived and temperatures are going to plummet in the overnight hours. And we're going to stay dry through about midnight. And then heading into your MLK Monday, we'll see the chance for some isolated light snow showers throughout the day with temperatures hovering around the freezing mark. So accumulation possible. Tomorrow night into Tuesday is when more widespread snow enters our forecast with 1 to 3 inches possible by Tuesday morning. I'm 7 News meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, 30 in Manassas. It's 27 in Frederick, Maryland, and it's 30 in Washington. It's 759. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dick Iuliano. Coming up. Why the city of Alexandria wants to hear from you. I'm Heather Gustafson. Fairfax County Police investigate the year's first homicide. Both the victim and suspect are in their teens. Good Samaritan stopped two armed assaults in one night. I'm Grace Newton. Young oysters for the Chesapeake to help relieve damage after a container ship got stuck. I'm Liz Anderson. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Stacy Lynn. It is cold outside, and the Arctic blast has left some scrambling for a place to get warm. WREG-TV's Ashley Paul's at a church shelter in Memphis. Any person that needs shelter, they are available to be here. Like Antoinette, who came here with her husband and two young children. Her family was one of the first to arrive. I'm very thankful because it's like whatever you're going through, this is a place you can bring your whole family. A hundred million people all across the country are under winter weather advisories. Iowa is feeling the chill, but that won't keep Republicans from the presidential caucuses tomorrow. CBS's Natalie Brand is in Des Moines. A new CBS News poll finds Trump's support among national Republican primary voters has risen to its highest level yet, even as Haley leads President Biden by a wider margin in a general election matchup. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is making the rounds ahead of the caucus. On CNN, he talked about the U.S. airstrikes against Houthi rebels in Yemen. You can't let uh, terrorist groups take over shipping through the Red Sea. That, that would have serious implications. The Houthis said the attacks on shipping were in response to Israel's war on Hamas. Thousands of demonstrators have been out this weekend across the country demanding an end to that war. KCBS Radio's Jeffrey Schaub is in San Francisco. Thousands are here, many waving red, green, white and black Palestinian flags or carrying placards that read, stop the killing in Gaza. The Dal Barakot compared the cause with America's. Gazans today are the Americans of 1776. Where George Washington fought for liberation against occupation of the British. It's been 100 days since the war began. Three migrants drowned Friday night trying to cross the border. The Department of Homeland Security says Texas authorities wouldn't allow federal agents to save them. Reporter Arturo Dominguez. Greg Abbott has basically given them blanket authority to 
conduct immigration enforcement, stepping in front of Customs and Border Patrol. A hot air balloon crashed in the desert near Eloy, Arizona this morning. Four people were killed, one person critically injured. Mayor Michael Powell. We have NTSB here and we also have FAA uh, conducting their, their investigation along with the Eloy Police Department. And after several months delay because of the Hollywood strikes, the show must go on. I am talking about the 2023 Primetime Emmy Awards in 2024, though, of course. They go down tomorrow night in Los Angeles. Your host is actor and comedian Anthony Anderson. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. 8.03, Sunday evening, January 14, 2024. 29 degrees. Here comes the cold. Mid-20s overnight. Wind chills in the teens. Good evening, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following this hour. Alexandria residents can voice how they feel about a plan to build a new arena for the Capitals and the Wizards in their backyard. The city of Alexandria is ready to hear from their residents about what they think about the proposed entertainment district at Potomac Yard. Bi-weekly public updates have already started and weekly virtual listening sessions, they'll start January 18th. Then on January 27th, City Council will host a town hall meeting answering any and all questions or concerns from the community. One major concern is potential traffic congestion in that area. Heather Gustafson, WTOP News. If you'd like to sign up for a meeting, head to WTOP.com for more information. Fairfax County Police are investigating the first homicide there this year. Investigators say a 17-year-old boy is dead after being stabbed late last night. The suspect is a 14-year-old boy. Officers responded to a reported stabbing on Wadsworth Court in Annandale near Little River Turnpike. At 1130 last night, that's where they found the wounded 17-year-old in the grass. He died later at the hospital. Officers say a 14-year-old suspect had also been stabbed. That teen was found inside a nearby apartment. He was taken into custody but remains hospitalized. As detectives were investigating, they say an 18-year-old entered the hospital and was treated for injuries believed to be related to the stabbing. Police say this was not a domestic incident and that both teens knew each other. It's 8.05. What would your first move, what would your first move be, I should say, if you witnessed an armed assault? For two men in Northwest D.C., their first move was to spring into action. D.C. police say the first one happened around 8.40 p.m. last Thursday. A man was standing in his driveway on Connecticut Avenue Northwest near the National Zoo when five suspects, all carrying handguns, approached him demanding money. That's when another man yelled at the suspects from across the street, causing them to flee. He went over to help the victim when one suspect returned and pointed a gun at him before leaving again. Not even 20 minutes later, and less than a mile away on the same street, another man was approached by two suspects pointing a gun at him. That's when John Henry Parks tells Fox 5 he made his move. The second I saw, I ran over, I knew that they had weapons on them, and it's pretty, you know, scary. Parks reportedly approached the two suspects, telling them to get out of here. They briefly pointed their guns at him before fleeing in an SUV. Grace Newton, WTOP News. State 06, a car crashed through the front doors of a Whole Foods market on River Road in Bethesda this morning. Montgomery County firefighters responded to the call around 1130. When they got there, they found a vehicle stopped 
In the back of the produce department, they say the two people had non-life-threatening injuries and didn't want to be taken to the hospital. No other injuries were reported. Acres of oysters will be planted in Chesapeake Bay. The Maryland Department of Natural Resources say it's a make-good after a ship ran aground nearly two years ago. When the shipping container ever forward got stuck in the Chesapeake Bay, it took lots of dredging, multiple attempts, and more than a month to get the ship loose. Nearly two years later, more than $676,000 the ship's owner had to shell out will help plant young oysters over 41 acres in Anne Arundel County waters. The seeding is part of an effort to make things right after the ship ran aground inside a natural oyster bar. The juvenile oysters, or spat, will be planted in 29 acres of wild fishery location yet to be determined, and 12 acres of sanctuary in the Herring Bay. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. The weekend-long work forcing closure of parts of Metro's blue, orange, and silver rail lines will continue through the holiday. Roslyn and courthouse stations will remain closed, and shuttle buses will ferry you around the closure. It's one of several scheduled changes for Metro for the MLK holiday. System-wide, Metro Rail is running on a Saturday holiday schedule tomorrow. Metro Bus on a Saturday supplemental schedule. Metro Access will take reservations for service, but regular subscription service on Metro Access will be canceled tomorrow. In addition, Metro Access and Metro employees, I should say, will also be honoring the MLK holiday with their fill-a-bus campaign for the Capital Area Food Bank. It is a chilly and busy night at WTOP, and coming up after traffic and weather in business news. How did the job market fare in 2023? The numbers are now in. I'm Mark Hamrick with a look back. That's in my report just ahead. It's 808. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and here's good evening to Brian Alban in the WTOP Traffic Center. And Ian, the good news is that the major interstates in and out of the district, as well as the Capitol Beltway, all moving well in both directions at this time. Unfortunately, we do have some crashes to report on some more local roads, starting off in Virginia. In Alexandria, Route 1 southbound near Buckman Road right now, southbound all lanes closed due to a crash. And then in Centerville, uh, Route 28 northbound at Upper Ridge Drive. You can expect delays for a crash that has happened at that intersection. And in Fairfax Station at the Fairfax County Parkway, both ways at Burke Lake Road, uh, you're being advised to follow police direction at the scene of a crash there. Into the district and still a closure on Pennsylvania Avenue southeast in both directions at 30th Street southeast. That's for a crash that involved several vehicles a uh, little less than an hour ago, traffic self-diverting through the neighborhood in that area. Uh, we're still also getting reports of some delays on Eastern Avenue uh, eastbound at Olive Street Northeast for a crash that happened in the 7 o'clock hour. Up into Maryland, the road work that was being done on the Beltway uh, Interloop at Landover Road, it appears to have been picked up and cleared out at this time. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitsmall.com. 
I'm Brian Alvin, WTOP Traffic. Your roller coaster of a weather forecast from 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. The Arctic air is here and temperatures are dropping behind the front. And while we're dry tonight, that's going to change after we head through the midnight hours. Some light snow showers begin to enter the forecast and they'll be with us through much of the day on MLK Monday. With temperatures hovering near the freezing mark, we could see about uh, an inch or less through about 9 p.m. on your Monday. Now, after that, Monday night into Tuesday, that's when we could see more widespread snow entering the forecast with one to three inches possible by the time your Tuesday morning commute rolls around. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. 32 degrees in Upper Marlboro, in Woodbridge, and in the nation's capital, but tack on a wind that's anywhere from 10 to 15 miles an hour, and some of those temperatures can feel like they are in the upper teens. It's all brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Mark Hamrick. The 2023 job market. I'm Mark Hamrick with a Bankrate.com Personal Finance Minute. With the final report of the year now complete, we have a pretty good idea how the job market fared in 2023. In a sign of continued resilience, the nation's unemployment rate remained stable at a historically low 3.7% in December. Although the headline payrolls gain was stronger than expected at 216,000, downward revisions for October and November subtracted a total of 71,000 jobs dampening the upside surprise. And supporting the total number of hires, government added some 52,000 jobs, most at the state and local levels. Economic moderation resembling pre-pandemic conditions is underway, reflected in various data points. Monthly jobs creation averaged 225,000 last year, down from the average of about 400,000 jobs added in 2022, and economists see slower hiring this year. I'm Mark Hamrick. A decent start to the trading week in the Asia-Pacific markets. The Nikkei now up 110 points. And coming up on WTOP, what part of the airplane is the safest to sit in? One travel writer's take on that is just ahead. It is 812. In a world where winter's chill can be unforgiving, there's a beacon of warmth and hope for our neighbors in need. The Washington Area Fuel Fund, in partnership with the Salvation Army. Thousands of our neighbors face the harsh cold without proper heating, but we can make a difference together. This winter, be the warmth they need. Visit waffhelp.org to make a donation that helps a neighbor in need. The Washington Area Fuel Fund is a lifeline for families struggling to stay warm. By visiting waffhelp.org, you can give the gift of heat to those who need it most. Your neighbors will thank you for your generosity. That's waffhelp.org, where compassion meets action. Give the gift of warmth this winter. Visit waffhelp.org today. Join us in spreading warmth throughout the metropolitan D.C. area. Together, we can make a difference in the lives of those in need. Visit waffhelp.org to get started making a difference in the lives of your neighbors today. It's 813. Hi, this is Chrissy, Clinical Coordinator at the Cascade Center for Dental Health. At Cascades, we understand that a trip to the dentist can be overwhelming. The smells, the sounds, it's a lot. Here's what sets us apart. How we care about you and every single one of our patients. At Cascades, we bring an innovative and patient-centric approach to sedation dentistry that makes all the difference. Sure, you've heard of sedation dentistry, but it's not just about the concept. It's about how Dr. Ruparelia's expert team ensures your comfort and safety. I'm so proud each time a patient leaves with a smile. Call us now at 866-25-SLEEP 
to schedule your consultation with one of our skilled team members and me, your clinical director, Chrissy. That's 866-25-SLEEP or visit CascadesOne.com. Don't wait. Join the Cascades family where your comfort and well-being are our top priorities. That's 866-25-SLEEP or CascadesOne.com. Coming up, more of us are visiting the Smithsonian's museums. We'll tell you which ones more of us are visiting just ahead. More news in 60 seconds. Every 36 seconds, a vehicle is stolen in the United States. Cars are an important investment, and you have the power to protect it. Remove valuables from your car or place out of view. Roll up your windows completely. Don't leave your car running while unattended, especially during the winter. And always lock your doors and take your keys or fob with you. If you know something about a vehicle theft, call us at 1-800-TELL-NICB. This is a public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. As veterans, we're no strangers to helping others. That's what we were taught, service before self. But we do have one question for the veterans listening. When is the last time you reached out for help? If you or someone you know needs resources, whether it's for stress, finances, employment, or mental health, don't wait. Reach out. Find more information at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 8.15. I'm Ian Crawford. Glad we could get together on Sunday night. When you're buying a plane ticket, many carriers give you an option of picking where you'd like to sit. And while it's something you may not have given much thought to in the past, some recent mishaps may have you rethinking things, especially after flyers on an Alaskan Airlines flight had the scare of a lifetime over the weekend last week when a door plug blew off minutes into takeoff after leaving Portland, Oregon, leaving a gaping hole in the side of the plane. Don Gilbertson, Wall Street Journal travel columnist, joined WTOP's Sean and Kyle to talk about where really is the safest place to sit in a plane. I don't mean to disappoint anybody. Experts say there isn't quote-unquote a safest place, but if you look at statistics, they mention that the back of the plane and the wings would be some of the hardier areas for passengers. Okay, so if there's no true safe place on the plane, what should we know once we get on the plane about maybe keeping ourselves safe in case of an emergency? Both these incidents that Alaska and the Japan Airlines incidents have taught us is, you know, we probably need to pay a heck of a lot more attention to safety briefings. You know, how many times have we all heard, look for the nearest exit road to you? Well, in the case of an evacuation, I mean, that's really important. You know, you don't want to be going forward if the exit's right behind you. But Dawn, you cover these things, you know, more than most people and think about it a lot more than maybe most people do. Uh, How surprised were you by what happened with the Alaska Airlines flight? Well, and that's an interesting question because, you know, and I'm not the only one, and I've covered airlines for a long time. I mean, some of the safety experts I talked to yesterday said the same thing. I mean, who knew about these window seats that aren't necessarily what they seem, you know, with this door plug that we've all heard a lot about. So, I mean, I was surprised by that angle. I didn't know that, you know, on these new Max 9s that, you know, some of the window seats, I mean, just a couple per plane, are really covered up exit row doors. And that's where the problem came into play. That is Wall Street Journal travel columnist Don Gilbertson. It's 817. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Eye on Travel Minute. As we enter a new year, there are some long-standing travel traditions that continue. As in, travel scams. Some are easy to spot and handle. When getting into a cab, you might notice the meter is off. The driver will tell you it's broken. This has happened to me in Buenos Aires, in Bangkok, and yes, even in New York. So now's the time to negotiate. 
From my own experience, the driver will then quote you a fare for your destination. That's outrageous. Your response? Offer only 25% of that quoted fare and settle on a third. And one other caution. In this scenario, never pay with a credit card. Only with cash. For more information, visit petergreenberg.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Eye on Travel Minute. Now to the top stories we're working on tonight at WTOP. A former Maryland governor names his choice for the GOP presidential nomination. Freezing temperatures in Iowa expected to affect turnout in tomorrow's First of the Nation caucuses. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to Brian Alban in the traffic center. And right now in Maryland, Fort Washington on 210 northbound near Swan Creek Road and Livingston Road. Uh, we are being told the left lane blocked at a multi-vehicle crash. It's slowing some things down in that area. Also, uh, right now up in Laurel on 95 southbound between the ICC and the Beltway, there's going to be some mobile work going on in that area. Could cause some minor delays. Just make sure you're watching your speed as you approach on 95 southbound. Elsewhere in the district, uh, still Pennsylvania Avenue southeast is blocked both ways at 30th Street southeast. That was a crash involving several vehicles from about an hour ago. Traffic continues to self-divert through the neighborhood there. Uh, Elsewhere in the district, still some delays being seen on Eastern Avenue eastbound at Olive Street northeast. Uh, from a crash that happened a little bit earlier in the evening. Down into Virginia, US-1 southbound near Buckman Road continues to be closed uh, due to a crash that happened there and set in Centerville, uh, 28 northbound at Old Centerville Road. Uh, we're seeing some delays over there for some crash activity. It's a new year. Get a new view from Budget Blinds. Budget Blinds has blind shades and shutters for a new view. Find your local owner at budgetblinds.com. Visit budgetblinds.com today. I'm Brian Albin, WTOP Traffic. The forecast from 7 News First Alert. Meteorologist Mark Pena. Temperatures outside are beginning to tumble behind the Arctic front that has arrived across the DMV. We got a little bit of an appetizer with some snow that fell earlier this afternoon. And not much of accumulation, but that will change as we head towards the overnight hours. Now, we're going to be dry through about midnight. And then after that, some light snow showers begin to enter the forecast. Accumulations tonight through about 9 p.m. on Monday look to be about an inch or less. But temperatures are going to hover near the freezing mark which means the more widespread snow that comes later Monday night into Tuesday of about one to three inches, that looks like it might stick around for your Tuesday morning commute. So make sure that you're staying up to date with us. And if you can, stay off the roads as temperatures are going to hover near the freezing mark and it's likely to stick around. I'm 7 News Meet Officer Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. It is chilly out there and the wind making it feel even colder. 30 in Hyattsville, 28 in Herndon. 32 at Foggy Bottom. Factor in the wind about 12 miles an hour or so. And it feels like it's in the upper teens and low 20s. And coming up on WTOP, if you're looking for an outdoor excursion on the MLK holiday, we have a big freebie to tell you about just ahead. It's 821. Retirement can be scary, but only if you're not prepared. That's why AARP created thisispretirement.org. Because unless you've already retired, you're in pretirement and you still have time to plan. Learn about retirement savings options, potential tax breaks, and how you can build savings over time. Visit thisispretirement.org for free resources to help you customize your action plan and feel the retirement fear disappear. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. LEAD, Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence, is the most rapidly growing drug and violence prevention charity in the United States. 
by using an evidence-based, tested, and proven effective curricula taught by law enforcement and educators. LEADS school-based anti-drug and anti-violence program empowers children to make the right decisions about drugs, violence, alcohol, and bullying. Learn more about LEAD at leadrugs.org or follow us at We Are LEAD. Sponsored by LEAD Incorporated. If you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. I heard it on WTOP. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. It's 822. Business for the Smithsonian's museums is on the upswing. Some of their museums, as you may well expect, are more popular than others. The National Museum of Natural History was the most visited museum. It had 4.4 million visits in 2023. Museum of American History, Air and Space, and Museum of African American History and Culture were the next most popular. In total, 17.7 million visits were recorded across all 20 museums, the most since 2019. And because the institution does not sell tickets, they have to count in different ways. Security officers at each entrance use hand clickers to tally each person entering the museums, prompting the visit count rather than visitors. Luke Luger, WTOP News. National Park Service hopes you'll visit them tomorrow. In addition to the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday, tomorrow is also a National Public Lands Day, and that means entrance fees are waived at all national parks. It's one of six days throughout the year when the Park Service is ditching the entrance fees. If you miss out on tomorrow, though, not to worry, more than half of the nation's national parks don't even have an entry fee, including several around the national capital area. We haven't tapped into the Fountain of Youth just yet, but it looks like more of us could live to be 100. Right now, about 101,000 people age 100 or older are living in the U.S. By 2054, they will quadruple. Catherine Schaefer with the Pew Research Center says that's based on U.S. Census projections. The vast majority in the United States are women. About 8 in 10, a similar percentage when it comes to race. 77% of today centenarians are white. With improving health care, more of us will be living longer. Age 65 and up will make up, it could be close to a quarter of the population. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Frank Hanrahan, they must be losing their minds in Detroit right now. Yeah, the Lions' first uh, home playoff game in 30 years as they actually went down on their first uh, drive looking spry and scoring. So Detroit's already up 7-zip over the L.A. Rams uh, just early going here in the first quarter from Detroit. Meantime, in Dallas, Cowboys fans go home disappointed. Packers upsetting the Cowboys a two-seed 48-32. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones declines to comment on the uh, decision on Coach Mike McCarthy's job status. You would expect he would make a change after another disappointing early exit, and McCarthy only has one year left on his contract. The Jim Harbaugh Derby for NFL teams is about to heat up. Harbaugh could perhaps talk with a lot of teams, but ESPN is saying the L.A. Chargers are set to be the first squad to meet with Harbaugh about their head coaching vacancy. College Hoops, Maryland, goes on the road, upsets number 10, Illinois, 76-67. Terps will visit Northwestern Wednesday night. Georgetown, 